inches long. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the favorite, your favorite podcast on the internet, Just the Tips with Austin Klein and Julian Iannini. Austin, what's up, man? Hey, Julian. How are what's you up? doing? Was very, sounded very excited for that intro. I am. I've been cooped up all day. I've been waiting to say that all day. I feel like uh, I just got a haircut for the first time since this whole COVID thing went down. Uh, and I feel very aerodynamic. So my jaw's moving freely. It's It's been lifted of a ton of weight. Yeah, Julian looks like a, like one of those sexy Puerto Rican guys with a neatly shaved beard. It's all lined up and shit. Yep. That's right. Why didn't you... Did you not cut your hair at all? You were buzzing your own head, right? Yeah, but my clippers broke like three weeks ago, and all the clippers are gone, at least the good ones, and so they don't get here until July 10th, and I finally had enough. I couldn't take it anymore. Did you get your hair cut with a mask on? Well, they had to do my beard, so no. I, I wore a mask till the beard part. And they just put a ball gag in your mouth? He wore a mask the whole time. But he wasn't worried. He was super religious. And so he's like, I'm good with God. God will take care of it. I'm all good. He kept telling me. <laughs> he kept telling me that. And he. And, yeah, that's, that's how it works. Yeah. And he, and he started telling me more fucking conspiracy theories. He's, he's another. I have never met more conspiracy theory believers in my life than during this period of time right now. And you're a magnet. It's like they go straight to you. They're like, I want to tell this guy my, my what I believe. Yeah, I don't get it. I think it's because I just kind of smile and listen and I don't argue back because that's just not worth it to me. I'm not going to change their mind, especially during a haircut. Like the stuff that he believes is going to take a while to explain why what he believes is wrong. And it's not going to happen in a half hour. So I just go, OK, uh huh. Mm hmm. Being a barber is a great job if you have a lot of crazy shit that you want to share with people that have no choice but to listen to you. Yeah. So. Or a, or a Uber driver is another another great one, which is why middle-aged moms like to do that. But he did say I was sent to him by God because I told him of a good infrared thermometer he can buy for his business because he was asking me what we do at our business. And I told him which one. He goes, see, God sent you here. I'm like, yep, just tell you about that thermometer, man. <laughs> he knew you needed a good thermometer, so he sent me in to guide you right. We have an infrared for thermometer at work, and I swear that it doesn't even actually work. It just it seems like it gives 97.6 no matter who you point it at. I'm like, I don't even think it's a real thermometer. It's just a, a little digital screen that says 97.6. <laughs> I wouldn't – we have – we had to try out like – probably four or five models before I found a good one. Um, there's a lot of shit out there because what ended up happening is I think that a bunch of people took advantage of the situation and were like, Oh, these are going to be a hot ticket item. Let's make, let's put, let's throw some infrared thermometers together. And they just bought a bunch of parts off the internet and threw them together. And they are probably companies that didn't even exist before. And now they're like, you know, making these things and, and they probably go through no quality control. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of shit out there on the market. In fact, I know so. Sounds like you're coming up with your own conspiracy theory there. That is my conspiracy theory about 
infrared thermometers, but I don't believe it for a second. I'm just throwing a theory out there, so don't go, <laughs> don't go repeating that I, to anyone. I just wanted to make something up and put it out there. <laughs> I have no research whatsoever, but yeah, take it or leave it. It seems plausible, but I say I fully admit that that's probably not true, and I just made it up. Where other people, Julian, people come to you for answers, and that's true. That was really irresponsible of me. If you don't give them the truth, then where are they supposed to go? Don't listen to my thermometer theories, people. But I tell you what, I have been doing some research for you fine folks out there. As I promised, I started watching that video that we discussed last week. And for those who don't know, it is called... God damn it, Austin. We text way too much. I thought I could just pull it up real quick, but it is so buried... Oh, you're talking about the one that where the guy was saying the Hillary Clinton. There's a video of Hillary Clinton holding someone down and cutting off pieces of their face and eating it. No, this is the one that led this guy to believe that. I haven't gotten through the whole documentary yet, so I don't. Oh, here it is. It's called "The Fall of Cabal Part One Through Ten: Deep State Human Trafficking and Corruption," and it's by Janet Ozabard. And let me tell you something. So this was, again, to recap, recommended to me by a delivery driver at my work that led him down a rabbit hole, which he finally came out on the other end believing that there is a video that has Hillary Clinton cutting the face off a child who's tied to a chair and eating it and putting it on her face and laughing. So I had to watch this to see what the hell led this guy down this rabbit hole. And let me tell you, this is by far... The dumbest video I have ever seen, and anyone that believes a single word of this video really needs to have their mental health checked, because it is ridiculous. But it does seem like, I did. I mean, I didn't watch the video, because it's like four hours long, and I'm not going to, but he, there is some weird human trafficking shit going on, and the Jeffrey Epstein thing, and, and they just found the lady that was with him, like, she got caught, and... They're going to prosecute her now. And there's some weird shit going on. But that video is not where to go to get any of your information, clearly. No, it's not. And yes, I th she's taking real events and tying. Let's make this quick because uh, people are looking for tips here. Okay, I'm going to make it. All right. This is my tip is not to watch this video unless you really want to laugh. Uh, but yeah, she takes real events and then ties them all together with this string of magic that just loops all these historical events together. So I'm just going to summarize very quickly the first 27 minutes of the video. Right. You have 30 seconds, Julian. Okay. So the Titanic was sunk on purpose to kill three wealthy guys who tried to stop the creation of the federal reserve. All banks are owned by the Rockefellers and the Rothschild family, and they fund every war and government, both sides of each war since Napoleon. They're also behind vaccines, which they partnered with Bill Gates, who also partnered with them on GMOs. Then they tied in NAMBLA to it, which is the National American Man-Boy Love Association. Then they brought in Antifa. Then they brought in Black Lives Matter. Then they brought in illegal aliens. Then they brought in the migrant caravan uh, that was put on by this wealthy guy to... Uh, create divides in our country and make the left uh, uh, angry at the right. 
And now Donald Trump is sweeping in to as the savior that's going to bring world peace and 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 uh, shine the light on all these conspiracies. Well, you can't argue that if Donald Trump, uh, if there's anything that Donald Trump says, it's it's world peace. Yes. And that's just the first 27 minutes. That's like literally of a of a three hour video. They covered all that. All right. Well, let's stop talking about it before I slip my throat. This is I, I don't. I don't even like to think about that shit. Those people are crazy. I don't want to hear about it. Sounds good. I was just I was just showing that I did my homework. Oh, well. All right. Next time you're going to have to shorten it up a little bit. Well, if you don't want me to do my homework, Austin, <laughs> just tell me. I asked for I asked for half a page single space and you gave me 10 pages. I gave you a few text messages that I just read back to everyone. All right. Okay. What are you drinking today, Austin? Uh, I'm drinking Jameson again. Your old standby. That's all I have at the house. I am drinking Harvest Moon at uh, Zinfandel from 2013 from the Rusher River Valley. That was given to me by my neighbor for slinging him some leftover fish. Yeah, if you guys want any old fish, Julian's your guy. Yep, come to Julian's Old Fish Sack. None of our Email f- us at justthetipspod at AOL.com and uh, we'll have Julian bring you some fish. Or I can FedEx it to you. Ground. Yeah. It's already old. It doesn't matter. He'll put it in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. All right, let's get to these tips. Jesus Christ. Let's do it. Gosh, you're so impatient, Austin. All right. I know. I'm sorry. Quite. You got somewhere to be? No, I just, you're just feel be- sorry for... I just feel sorry for our listener. Well, Gee... He'll be all right. If you hate how long we went on, just write us an email and we'll shorten it up. But if you loved it, write us that and then we'll shut Austin up. All right, well, I'm going first because you've been talking for a while. Okay. Okay, this is a tip from Pototash. And as I start reading it, I honestly don't know how much I believe it, but we'll have a discussion. The next time you catch yourself judging someone for their clothing, hobbies, or interests, ask yourself, what does it matter to me? The more you train yourself to not care about personal preferences of other people, the more relaxed you become bonus you'll become a nicer person and there's a side note that this does not apply to people harming others you can judge them talk shit if you want i think that's pretty much a good tip i think there's definitely like a varying degree of that because uh if someone's wearing like a sleeveless big dog shirt with some jankos on and uh and some 80s sunglasses I'm probably going to make like a pretty good judgment on them. Yeah, I think there's I, I don't know what the rule is exactly, but if basically if if you can tell that someone thinks they're hot shit, then I think it's okay to make fun of them. Maybe that that's the rule. Yeah, I think that's very subjective. Cuz again, if someone's wearing like decked out in Donald Trump gear, I'm going to make a snap judgment of them. That's probably pretty accurate. Uh if someone's wearing like a white power shirt, I'm going to make a snap judgment. That's probably pretty accurate. Right. Like, I think there are some, like, clothing items that you can make a judgment, but they're usually people trying to make a statement with their clothing. Right. What about a guy who's wearing uh, a polo shirt tucked into some nice denim jean shorts, brand Lee, L-E-E, and he's got a long ponytail? Uh, That guy fucks. For sure. Yeah. Um. 
We're not making fun of him. No way, man. I'm That's for sure. I'm inviting him over for dinner. Um, and he probably knows some kind of martial arts too. Yeah. What about a guy who wears tucked in t-shirt, khakis, and a cell phone clip with some New Balance? Oh, that's just just like the classic dad. Uh, what's it called? The classic dad uniform. Yeah, definitely a dad uniform. Yeah, I never make. <laughs> I <I've, laughs> I feel like if if someone is wearing a lot of accessories on their belt and they're not a cop, you can make fun of them quietly behind their back, but not to their face. What about white guy wearing jeans with a ton of designs on them and a affliction shirt? That's three sizes too small. Yeah, afflictions, afflictions, fair game. Anything, any or tap out or any of those MMA brands, you can make fun of quietly, of course, just because they may know some sort of MMA shit and they may will beat your ass. You could also just be having an off day. The first time uh, my wife spent the night, I woke up. She woke up, and I was wearing tap out pants. Uh, uh. What are those gaiters or what are those rubber shoes called? <laughs> she definitely didn't have gaiters on. I know that. I would have noticed they're uh, Crocs. Crocs, Crocs. I had a pair of Crocs on and I don't know what type of shirt, but she was like, what the fuck is he wearing? But what she didn't know is I got the tap out pants for free and they were just super comfortable. And I just warm around the house because my friend used to work for tap out. And I don't remember. I think I got the gaiters for free, too. Or the Crocs. And they're just also super comfortable. But luckily she didn't judge me too hard because she went out with me again after that. Barely. Yeah, some of those Crocs are so comfortable that if something is that comfortable, you can. it doesn't matter what it looks like. Like those soft rubber Crocs, they're so comfy, I don't give a shit. Yeah. and I only wore them around the house. It's not like I went out in them. I wish I would be so happy, though, if I saw you at the bar and you were wearing gator shoes, just some alligator shoes. <laughs> like le- le- like oh like leather these are hand-me-downs leather gator shoes like gator skin no, they're made out of alligators yeah yeah gator skin yeah i'm more of the ostrich skin type i like ostrich skin shoes yeah you deserve it yeah all right um my tip or did you have something else to say on that uh oh no i was well I, yeah i was gonna say even though i'm tempted to make fun of people that look ridiculous Sometimes I'll come home and I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, good God, I was just outside like this. Like I look, you know, unshaven. My hair's all fucked up. The other day this happened and I came home and I had on a brown shirt that said world's greatest grandpa and yellow shorts. And I just looked like the biggest dipshit. And I just walking around the store, not realizing it. (laughs) I think as you get older, you're less in tune with your fashion because you're not. You're not around your friends enough to like have them make fun of you and like snap you into shape. Like my wife complains that my style's gone downhill drastically as I've gotten older. But it's because I don't have anyone like like usually when you're with your buddies, if you wear something stupid, they're gonna call you out on it and you'll never wear that again. So they kinda like shape you. But once you get like settled down and married, unless your wife's super into your fashion, you just kinda like start shopping for yourself and you don't really have anyone telling you right or wrong yeah, and take it from me guys julian used to be a very snappy dresser <laughs> no i wasn't i used no, to- i don't think it's that i think i just go to the if i'm going to the grocery store or something i don't think about it if i was going to go to a bar and shoot pool or something i would you know i'd, I'd dress fly and i put my sleeveless big dog shirt on 
and my uh, what's it called? Cargo shorts. Fanny pack. Have you seen? Oh yeah, can we make fun of this? There's a new thing where uh, people wear their fanny pack over their shoulder diagonally, like Rambo. Oh yeah, I've seen that. And I get it. It is actually very utilitarian. But the other day, actually, this was not the other day. This was right before quarantine. Jake was in town, and we went to somewhere on Fourth Avenue here in Tucson. And uh, a couple walks in, two chicks, and behind them are two guys, both wearing fanny packs diagonally over their shoulder. And I was like, I'm sure these are nice guys, but I fucking hate them. I guarantee one year's time, Austin's going to be wearing a fanny pack over his shoulder. He's just not a – it just hasn't come into your style yet, but it will. Those guys are just a year ahead of you. I may be too old. I just have to wear – I have you know plenty of fanny packs because they're good for bike riding and whatnot. And I've honestly thought about how that would probably be more convenient, but I couldn't get myself to do it. I just – I wear it on the fanny like – like the old man that I am. But there was a point where you wouldn't even wear it on the fanny. There was a point where if someone walked in with a fanny pack on their waist, you'd be like, I fucking hate this guy. No, and now you're always, wearing it. That's not true. I would, I've Bullshit. worn fanny packs, ironically, since I was like 19. Yeah, but at not 16. Not like regularly. At 16, you were not wearing a fanny pack. I know. <laughs> yeah, at 16? That doesn't count. Yeah, it does. That was three years before you were 19. And you, when were you wearing a fanny pack when you were 19? I knew you were at 19. You never wore a fanny pack. Dude, when I was 16, was that was the height of gangster rap. There's no fucking way I was wearing a fanny pack that back then. Anyways, that's a whole different art. That's a whole different argument. All right. Sounds good. All right. Next tip. If you're this one, I half picked because of the username, and it is Booty Eater 3000. That's a great name. <laughs> That's the best name I think we've had yet. Um, if you're going to meet someone for the first time, such a such as a first date, always make sure to tell someone close to you where you are going and who you are going with. Uh, I think that is just good advice. You know, there's a lot of weirdos out there. They could be setting you up, and uh, you don't want to just go into a stranger's domain without telling your best friend where you're at and then checking in with them once in a while, making sure you're okay. Yeah. Women have been doing this for a long time. Girls on Tinder and Bumble and hinge when they go on dates. Now they usually share their location with a friend. Yeah. And with guys, it's not nearly as much of a worry, but it is good because the one worry of if you're a guy is being set up and robbed basically, which happened to our friend Gabe. I think I was just going to say that. Way before, yeah, you're, you you probably know the story better than me, but I'm pretty sure it was like an AOL dating chat room or something. No, it was, it? it was a Craigslist ad. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah, it was a Craigslist ad, and he went and he uh, met this girl, and they're sitting in her apartment, and five minutes in, a dude comes in and robs Gabe blind, and... Uh, yeah, the whole thing was a setup to rob him. And he's lucky he got out there like without getting his ass beat or something. Um, and that being said, I'm sure there were like 15 red flags that Gabe overlooked before that. Probably, but it was the early times of online dating. So the red flags probably weren't, up, you know, he probably didn't know. Well, also, he was a sex addict, I'm pretty sure. Uh True. Actually, remember, were you at my house when I lived at my dad's house when he banged that girl on my dad's dryer or got a BJ or something? 
And then, yeah, you were there, and she ended up stealing a pack of cigarettes from me, and we caught her. No. I don't remember this. If I was there, I was probably drunk, and I don't remember. You were there because I remember you giggling as you laughed and, <laughs> and were making fun of her. Uh, man. Yeah, Gabe brought over a couple of random girls, and they seemed all right. But at one point, he was getting a BJ on the dryer in the laundry room. And I, don't, I think we just let it pass. We're just like, okay, I'll just clean that when he leaves. And then Scotty somehow saw her steal a pack of cigarettes, like a full pack from a carton, because I had cartons back then. Oh, I do remember this now, because I remember how pissed Scott was. Yeah, Scott was fuming. Yes, I do remember. And uh, he sent them on their way. Yeah, Scott like is a very calm guy until you light that you go you, you go that one step too far, and then Scott will turn into a fiery maniac. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I just can't believe that there was a time that I bought cartons of cigarettes. It seems like a lifetime ago. Do you remember the cartons of cigarettes from Mexico we used to buy? They were like, they looked I like bought one and then I never again because they were terrible. Yeah, they're terrible, but they looked like giant packs of cigarettes. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was so cool. Just one giant box of cigarettes with 10 boxes in it. Yeah, that was like half the reason. Well, they were A, way cheaper and B, looked like a giant pack of cigarettes but they were so bad not that cigarettes aren't bad enough on their own these were like a next step up these are like G- you could just tell yeah they had such a shitty taste yeah they were like worse than gnc's if you remember those do you remember gnc's G- i don't think they're gnc gnc is that that uh vitamin company what was the there's the three letter cigarette brand i thought it was g something uh, and uh, that guy that worked at Allen Shoes always smoked them. Uh, I know there was a brand called Austin Cigarettes that were really shitty. The, I know what you're talking about, but I don't think it was GNC. That guy, uh, Jake Jake Eagleshield, smoked them. Oh, I wonder if I can look it up. Whatever they were, they were fucking awful. And this guy I used to work with at a shoe store smoked them. And God, whenever you bum a cigarette off him, it was you had to be really desperate. They were fucking nasty. I tried to look it up. I can't think of what it is. It wasn't GNC, though. Anyways, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hey, Julian, this is a tip specifically for you. Oh, awesome. Thanks. You're so thoughtful. Remember last week you were telling us that you had filled your Gmail account? Yes. Fully filled it, all 15 gigs. So here's a tip from Nintendo Arms, and it'll help a little bit, possibly. It is search, go in your search bar of your email and and write unsubscribe, and then pick and choose which mailing list you want to be a part of. It says it works wonders for disorganized people like him. And I actually tried it earlier. I did it from my Apple, like the little Apple mail built in, and it did not work, but I went on my laptop and went directly to gmail.com. And typed it in, and sure enough, a whole list of all these regular emails I get. So you can go through and individually unsubscribe to them. Just kind of a starting jump-off point for you. I could probably just delete all those, and that would probably take care of half the problem, because I'm sure half the emails, at least in my Gmail account, are crap. Yeah, maybe. And they all say unsubscribe at the bottom. I just never did. And then, yeah, and then if that doesn't work, you can just find companies that, that you don't need and then write type at it, and I'm sure 500 emails will come up and you erase those and so on and so forth. 
Isn't it? Uh, hey, Austin, quit backing away from your mic because you keep getting soft. Oh, shit. Um, isn't it amazing how shitty the Apple Mail app is? I don't get what is with that. But you search anything in the Apple Mail app and it will not come up. Then you go to your Gmail yeah. account directly. Pops right up in a second. What is, is email? So what is? Why does Apple even have a search bar? It's it gives you the most inaccurate searches. There is. Yeah, I don't know. I've noticed that too. Yeah, but if they can't do it, then get the fuck out of the email business because that's a pretty important feature of email. And yeah, I don't get it. Julie, we should make our own email company with a search bar. So we don't have to deal with this bullshit. I agree. We could be. I don't know. All right. Let's just move on, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, this one comes from Wiremouse302. And it is always save a copy of a job description that you are interviewing for. If you get the job and are successful and apply for other jobs in the future, you'll have a much more articulate description of your responsibility for future CVs. What are CVs? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should research your tips further. I don't know, but I've, I meant future jobs or interviews, whatever. I don't know what CVs means, but um, yeah. I mean, that sounds like very reasonable because I've been to quite a few jobs where they go, so what do you do at, you know, Sam Smith Publishing? And you like think back and, 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 and you're trying to like articulate what it is you do day to day. Um, but it, it's kind of hard to, to put into words sometimes. And then you leave the interview and you go, oh, shit, I didn't say this. And oh, shit, I didn't say that. And then it's too late. And you blew it. Yeah, I looked it up. CV is curriculum vitae. vitae. What? It's just basically like a resume. What a fucking stupid word. Yeah. Fuck you, Wiremouse302, for trying to be all pretentious with your fucking tips. And having the nerve <laughs> to abbreviate it to a uh, CV like anyone. Kn- well, that's what everyone calls it. I guess I think maybe it's like every, like anyone knows what that is in the first place. I think younger kids do. I think it's like a internship thing. CV is Latin for course of life. Oh my God. doesn't matter. We're both going to forget what it is in five minutes. Yeah. So. I, all you younger pretentious kids using that CV term, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, make a fucking resume like a real man, you little bitch. Yeah, don't use the fancy Latin words. Oh, I got a CV. Make a resume like Julian with misspelled words. Yeah. And uneven spacing. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know you're good. That's how you know you're good at getting a job. I remember when your uncle gave you like a fake job that you weren't getting paid and and you made a, a LinkedIn account. And me and Aaron were just going through it laughing. It, your LinkedIn account was like a, it was like a CV or a, a, it was like a cover letter for a job application. Yeah. Just like, I'm a self-starter. I work really good with others. And there's just like a bunch of shit spelled wrong and it didn't make any sense. I think you might still have it to this day. Even I do have still it. have it. I haven't changed that shit a bit. There's no reason for me to. 
I got a solid job. Yeah, just I finally deleted I deleted my LinkedIn altogether and it was liberating. I bet. I've I don't I didn't know what the fuck to do with LinkedIn, honestly. Uh yeah, that that job was not my cup of tea. Um Yeah. The best was your fake job. You were like the vice president of something that you made up. Vice president of business development. It's like, damn, how much does that pay? You're like, nothing, actually. It's full commission, and I haven't made any commission yet. Yeah, I made nothing. <laughs> I worked for a very long time and made no money. But it's a good job title. It was a great job title. Like it, it worked. It was really funny because at the same time, I was waitering uh, tables, and I was like, yeah, this is only temporary till I land my first deal. Like, oh, what's your other job? I'm like, I'm vice president of business development. They're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I I do nights at Lucille's Barbecue Restaurant. <laughs> As many vice presidents do. Yeah. It's not uncommon. I remember when I quit Lucille's and I was like, yeah, the deal finally came through. Things are go. I'm going places. You got the CEO job and then you just had to work days or you just had to work weekend during the day lunch shift yeah i remember i would get yelled at by my manager and be like bitch i'm a fucking vice president during the day okay so shut your mouth (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right vice president julian are you finished with that tip yeah i have a lot of funny stories about that job though because i used to have to go to like the swankiest business like social events and, like, all these guys would come up with, like, these master degrees in business and economics and stuff. And they'd just be drunk and talking to me about shit I had no idea about. And I'd just be like, oh, yeah, ha-ha. stock portfolios, oh, yeah. And uh, I had no idea what I was doing. And I'd just go to the swankiest things with, like, no knowledge. And they must have thought I was such a buffoon. Anyway. Well, I can imagine. Yeah. All right. Uh, is it my tip? Your tip. All right. I was, I was so tempted to do a child-related tip, you know, because you know how I like to, to help uh, give some parenting tips, having no children of my own. By the time you're a parent, you're going to know everything to do for that child. I know. But I decided to hold off, and uh, I have a dog-related tip for all you dog owners and future dog owners out there. And it's from Keep Your Chin Down. The tip is, if you already have a dog and are planning on getting another, introduce them by immediately walking them together the first time they meet. The distraction of the walk keeps them from getting possibly hostile and gives them time to relax and adjust to another dog during a fun activity for them. As a little bonus tip, try to do it in a neutral territory. Oh. What do you think of that, Julian? That sounds good to me, man. I don't know. I've, I don't have too much experience introducing new dogs together. I usually just throw them in a in the same cage, and uh, see if they get along. I lock them in there for a night, and then if they come out all waggy and smiley, then I know they get along. If they're bloody and 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 injured, then I say, "Oh, you guys can't live together." Mm-hmm. That's just survival of the fittest, man. I mean, you know, pull the bandaid off. Let's see what's going down. I have. Uh, I think this is a good tip. I've never done it, but. I have uh, walked a lot of dogs in my day, and I've even been walking my mom's dogs, and I found stray dogs walking, and I'll just grab them and and walk with them, and uh, (laughs) it seems like 
Something about the walk uh, seems to calm everyone down. Wait, you just do you carry an extra leash on you and just throw it around those stray dogs and bring them along for the ride? Yeah, I always bring a few extra leashes with me because you never know. No, that one time I did that, I was like right by my mom's house. So I ran in and grabbed a leash and I was hoping I'd find the owner. And then another time, I don't know if the story is worthwhile, but my mom has this like famous dog in her neighborhood named Daniel. And he's this cute little gold mutt dog. And he jumps the wall and just like has free reign over the neighborhood, like one of those cookie cutter neighborhoods that's kind of gated in. And everyone in the neighborhood knows him. And he just, whenever I'd walk my mom's dogs, I'd look over and I'd see him jumping the wall next door. And he'd come out and he'd join us. He would just walk with and run across the street, kick rocks, shit. And then he'd uh, go back around and then I'd, I'd walk into my mom's house and he'd jump back over the wall. But everyone in the neighborhood was like, everyone knew him. They're like, hey, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. I saw like 15 people. There's these little like 14-year-old girls. Uh, and I was like, hey, that's not my dog. That's why he doesn't have a leash. They're like, oh, we know Daniel. He's a free spirit. And that's Daniel. That's one hell of a dog there. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that story. I don't either. Anyways, I've uh, introduced dogs and cats more so, and that's a fucking nightmare. There's no good way to do that. You have to, like, put them in a separate room and give them a blanket to sniff. Yeah. I know. We're about to get another cat, and uh, I'm nervous. Why are you doing that? Because our other cat, Tom, was super snuggly, and our daughter misses her a lot, and our other cat isn't very snuggly. She's snuggly with me, but not with... Oh, I shouldn't say my... Blank that name out. Um, okay. And uh, so... And she's been, like, really missing Tom lately. So we're going to get her a cat when we get back. An older cat, not like a kitten. Like a calm, chill cat. Yeah, hopefully it'll get along with your existing cat. Yeah, I mean, the existing cat will just kind of hide. You know, it's not a very, like, outgoing cat. So I think it'll be all right. And Tiny's chill with cats. <coughs> He's chill with all animals. Yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's the story I wanted to tell, damn it, but I forgot. When I, uh, when I went over there with Veronica, we brought her dog. And I asked Julian, I'm like, hey, is Tiny going to be cool with this dog? And Julian's like, yeah, Tiny loves all dogs. And I was like, I don't think he does. <laughs> and uh, and the whole time, Julian's like, yeah, Tiny loves the dog. And the Tiny, the entire time we were there, stood on the couch barking at the other dog <laughs> and everybody that walked by. Tiny was fucking pissed off the entire time. And I kept saying, dude, Tiny's fucking pissed. You're like, no, he's having a great time. I was like, <laughs> That's no, he's not. Much. He's fucking pissed. That's what he, he does. He's trying to bite me when I bet him. He doesn't bite. He snips at me. Yeah, but he just just like when uh when you brought him down <laughs> when you brought him down to San Diego when I was on the trip with my dad and my family, my sister and her three kids, and uh, and I I just fucking knew it was gonna be a problem. I was like, dude, Tiny's gonna be a little bitch. I know. And you're like, no, dude, Tiny loves little kids. Long story short, Tiny bites my fucking niece right in the face, on her lip, and like my niece was messing with her, but. I knew it was going to fucking happen. Oh, my God. I and, felt so bad. And Julian felt so bad. And I was just like, I, I felt bad, but I was also like, Julian will learn his lesson. But, of course, he didn't. Your sister said the same thing to me, that that's going to teach their daughter a lesson, her, her daughter a lesson to keep her from sticking her face in, do in, in dogs' faces. 
That's true, but I meant. But no, I felt awful. You learning a lesson about knowing where to not bring your dog. <laughs> I felt awful. She was bleeding quite a bit from her lip. Yeah, and, and guys, the, this dog weighs like seven pounds. It's yeah, a little bitch. No offense. He is a little bitch, but he's my little bitch. All right. Okay. Uh, I think it's your tip. This is for all you chocolate milk lovers out there, and it comes from. Ooh, that's me, Persiano. Persiano knows how to make a nice chocolate milk for you, Austin. And here's his tip. On I can't make, wait to hear it. Here's his tip to make the best chocolate milk. When making chocolate milk, put a tiny bit of milk in the cup before you add the powder or syrup so it doesn't stick to the bottom, letting you mix it more easily. Is that a real tip? <laughs> yeah. Then I just put all the fucking milk in first. Oh, you don't put the the stuff at the bottom and then pour the milk on top? No, man. I just I use her. I'm a syrup guy. The powder's bullshit. Don't even try to start with me on that. Well, all right. Well, there's Austin's tip. I fill it all the way to the top. And then well, you, three quarters. And then you put the the powder on or the syrup on top, and then and you then stir I just it? squeeze. The, yeah, because the syrup sinks to the bottom. If I'm that's true, but see, I don't drink much chocolate milk anymore. But I back in the day, I drank a lot. Dude, I used to only drink chocolate milk. I fucking love chocolate milk. You want? Here's a bonus tip for you: when you get to the end of that syrup bottle, don't throw it away. You're gonna miss out on a great treat. Fill that, <laughs> fill that syrup bottle up with milk. Shake the shit out of it, and then you got a squirt bottle of chocolate milk for your mouth. And it is so chocolatey good. It's the best chocolate milk you'll ever have. That is actually genius. I I don't think I ever knew about that. You you've never done that, Julian. That might be the smartest thing you've ever said, dude. Try it. You'll love it. That's the ultimate tip. Yeah. And that also works with shampoo bottles. Not don't drink them, but if you if you're out of shampoo, you can put water in there and get some be more shampoo. Yeah, I do that all the time. Get the most out of that shampoo bottle. It doesn't work well with conditioner, though. Is that right? No, because the conditioner doesn't really, like, dissolve in water like shampoo does, you know? Man, you blew my mind with that that chocolate syrup tip. I wish I had <laughs> chocolate syrup. I guarantee I did that while we lived together multiple times, and I probably squirted it right in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. That's a, wow. that's a trick my old mama taught me. Huh. Way to go, Sylvia. Yeah. All right. It's your turn. Okay. My up? Uh, well, sorry, guys. I think all of my tips are going to pale in comparison to <laughs> Julian's chocolate milk-related tips. But here's one that may save your life one day. <laughs> and, for so- <laughs> and for some reason, it was deleted, so the user, we don't know. But anyways... This is for all you young teens out there and just anyone who's a bad driver or just a driver in general. Life pro tip, never have your wheels turned while waiting to turn in the left lane. You could get rear-ended and thrown into head-on traffic. Does that make sense? Yeah, never thought of that. So, yeah, if you're about to make a left turn and sometimes you'll creep a little bit and your steering wheel will be turned, if you're waiting, turn your steering wheel straight so your wheels are straight. If someone bumps you, You'll go straight rather than getting pushed into oncoming traffic. And I actually heard, I didn't go on it, but I heard uh, that that happened within the last couple of years with, with some younger, some girls in Tucson. Did they die? It's like, God, that's so sad. I think so. 
Uh, and that's something that a lot of people don't even think about, man. I honestly didn't even think about it till a couple of years ago. Someone mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I think they drew it on the driver's test, but who knows? I have another bonus tip that could save your life. Um, if you ever drive your car into a body of water and it's sinking and your windows are rolled up and you can't get out, take off your headrest and use the bottom of it to break the window. Oh, that's a good idea. That's what I supposedly they're designed to do that and it'll shatter your window very easily. Yeah, because I know that you just need to concentrate the force into a small area. I've heard that you can use like a like a knife obviously would be good or a I've heard pen, but that doesn't seem like it would work, but that's a good idea. Next time I drive into a lake, I will uh I will use that. I used to have a knife in my car that had a a, win- a glass breaker on the bottom of it, but I lost it. I think someone stole it probably. It's a pretty nice knife. Hmm. It was a $100 knife. So maybe just buy that as well. But no, that I think that's why they're pointed at the bottom so you can break the windows. Hmm. All right. Uh This pro tip comes from Fiery Leo. Hey, remember the last time you did something embarrassing, embarrassing Austin? <laughs> did you just have a lisp? Yeah, I did. Let's try that again. Hey, Austin, remember the last time you did something embarrassing? Yes. Can you remember a time someone else did something embarrassing? Yes. Remember when you ordered Chinese food with your dick out? <laughs> that was Mongolian barbecue. But yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Why? What's your tip? You just ruined my tip. <laughs> You're, Sorry, conti- continue, and we'll figure. We'll get to the bottom. You're of it. supposed to not remember when someone else did something oh, embarrassing. Okay, start over. Hey, Austin, remember a time you did something embarrassing? Yes. Then can you remember a time someone else had done something embarrassing? No. That's right. You can't remember theirs the same way people can't remember yours. So don't be embarrassed about stupid shit you did in the past. Oh. But we nice. should we should tell that story about the Mongolian barbecue. Yeah, we'll go. We'll come back to it. What let's, the story or the tip? Yeah, well, let's give our thoughts real quick. Okay, and that that's totally true, man. Because that's it's one of those things where I say stupid things all the time, as you probably do as well. And uh, and then later I'll get home, and I it always happens in the shower. I'll I'll be in the shower, and I'll be like, ah, why did I say that? That was so stupid. Or even just. If you're single and you're trying to text girls and you try to text something funny and you're just like, man, that was, I wish I could take that text back. Anyways, a lot of dumb things you think about, but I think the reality is that everybody else is too worried about themselves and what they're doing to honestly give a shit about what you're doing. Unless you do something fucking crazy. Yeah. Like have your dick out at a, when you're ordering Mongolian barbecue on accident. That wasn't on purpose. We should clarify this. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a big uh, <laughs> that's a big disclaimer. Yeah. So what happened was, uh, I had these pants on, and I gave them to you. They were secondhand tech shorts. Okay. Yeah, they're secondhand tech shorts that the zipper broke on, and I didn't realize that the zipper was broken, and I wore them to uh, get lunch. 
and we ordered food and I was paying at the cashier and she looks down and gives like a really weird look and I like walked away and then I felt a little breeze and I looked down and my zipper is just completely down and my dick's hanging out of my boxers. So the tip of my dick's just hanging out the, uh, my fly. And I was like, Oh man. And I, I, I was, I started laughing a lot. And when you say she looked at you weird, I think it was better described as terrified. Probably. I don't know. It was a long time ago. I remember you were, I mean, you were super embarrassed, obviously, because you didn't plan it. And I I vividly remember our conversation afterwards because I was like, wait, your whole dick was out? And you're like, yeah, man, full on hot dog. That was how you described it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, So embarrassing. Yeah. You wanted to get the hell out of there after that. Yeah. It was, but then looking back, that was pretty funny. Just because it was not, if I did it on purpose, it wouldn't have been funny. Right. It would have been horrible. Yeah, but it was completely by accident. And and this was 15 years ago, even though it was before the Me Too era. Julian was still always a decent boy who would never wave his dick at strangers. No, I never would. It was completely embarrassing. It was like, it was like the guy version of a nip slip. Um, Except much longer and hairier. Yes, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was embarrassed for sure, but also pretty funny. Yeah, you know why I gave you those shorts? Because the zipper was broken? Yeah. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> if I got in trouble for that, it would have been all your fault. I don't, I don't know if the zipper was broken. I think, the, I think the, the thread that held the zipper on was broken, so you could zip them all the way up, yeah, but then but, they would still open wide open. Yeah, that's what it things. was. It was like it would go up, and you think you were secure, and then mm-hmm. as the day went on, it would just slowly creep open until you're just completely exposed. And had no idea. I like that you were walking to the bathroom and you're like, hmm, I feel a breeze down there. Yeah, I did. I felt a cool breeze. And I looked down and my Johnson was just completely exposed. So. Were you a shower or a grower that day? Do you remember? I. Sounds like you were a shower. Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. It wasn't too cold out, so probably. It was a hot Arizona summer day. All right, uh, your turn, Austin. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't really like these last couple tips that I have, but I guess I'm already in. Um, no, I, no, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. This is by J.P. Harrison, 007. And the tip is, kindness is contagious and shows strength, no matter what you think, Julian. If you hold the door open for the person behind you, let someone into traffic while driving, even if they make a mistake, or simply smile at someone. That person is more likely to do the same for someone else, and so on. I don't know. Basically, it's just saying to be a good person. I don't know if that's necessary to be in a tip. And before I go any further, I, there's a stipulation with the traffic thing. Because letting someone in, if like there's a zipper merge, is one thing. But... When people disobey traffic laws to try to be polite, I, that pisses me off so bad because it's like more fucking dangerous than just default. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like when, when you're driving on the freeway and someone's coming, merging onto the freeway and the person in front of you slows down like drastically to let that person ahead of them. Right. Like sometimes I get it. There's like weird situations, but some people will just do it way ahead. The worst is when someone is, is just like blatantly jaywalking. 
and then there's the car in front of you and there's you and they fucking slam on their brakes and the person's like waving them by they're like dude keep going i'm gonna walk by as soon as you pass and like i almost rear end them just so this person can jaywalk and the person you know shit like that pisses me off so much yeah i know yeah uh that's a good tip there's a but there's a y- limit to your there's a limit to what you should do as a kind driver and being a kind driver should not endanger others around you. Right. And most of the time it just involves obeying traffic laws, I guess. The worst thing a driver can do, this is my biggest pet peeve, is is when someone at the last second realizes that they missed their turn, so they're they hit their brakes and like turn on their turn signal trying to switch lanes or switch two lanes and they're just like fully stopped. It's like, dude, how fucking stupid are you? You missed it, dude. Yeah. You have to you have to go. You're gonna have to turn around. And people do that shit all the time. They just fully stop. What about when they cut over like they've already missed the exit and they like cut over the double lines and like cut people off to yeah. get over there? I've done a little bit of that, but like I've seen people cut at the last second where you're just like, damn, dude, you almost had a horrific accident. Yeah. Well, people are crazy these days, Julian. I don't know what to do. You would know. You're the one who has to scrape them off the cement every day. Yeah. That's one way to put it. Yeah. Uh, All right. This this is a this one. I'm going to call it right now. It is a shit tip. And I put it on because (laughs) this is good. We need a good shit tip. This is such a. This is such Can a we make it an, sorry to interrupt. Can we make this a new segment? Yes. Shit tip of the week. This is my shit tip of the week. It is so stupid. My shit tip of the week. I can't wait. And this comes from Chilomi. Uh, you can already tell it's me a stupid tip with a stupid name like Chilomi. Um, hey, Austin. Do you feel like you're missing out on the full banana experience? When you eat a banana? Yeah. Bananas smell much more like banana flavoring than they taste like it. If you want the full banana experience, smell it after peeling it before you eat it. (laughs) (laughs) That is so stupid. Why? Uh. I've never eaten a banana and been like, man, this just isn't giving me the full banana experience I was looking for. I don't know. Maybe we should try that before we start getting all over them. Maybe it is a good tip. <laughs> it's not a good tip at all. When have you ever eaten a banana and been like, you know, that just wasn't the banana experience I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to left to, to be desired in that banana experience. A lot of times when I eat bananas, I'm like, man, I wish this was a chocolate covered banana. I do not like chocolate covered bananas. Oh, really? No, I don't. Why not? Because when you freeze a banana, it takes the fl- you're missing out on a lot of the flavor of the banana experience. Have you tried smelling it? <laughs> no, but I don't like frozen bananas. They're not good to me. A, they hurt your teeth to bite into. B, I don't like the texture. C, they are much less flavorful than a non-frozen banana. And Honestly, bananas just don't really do it for me. Bananas are great as like a, a blending tool, like a flavor that you throw in the blender with something else to make it taste really good. But or like I love banana peanut butter honey sandwiches. I like mm. I like things that feature bananas, but bananas straight up 
they're not my favorite fruit. I don't. I think I actually kind of like frozen bananas. If I'm trying to eat healthy and I need something to substitute for ice cream or something, sometimes I'll cut up frozen bananas and put them in the freezer, and it's it's half decent. But that being said, I've had a jar of not a jar, but a Tupperware full of frozen bananas in my freezer for like eight months. So I guess that shows how much I like it. Yeah. You know what I do like is when you the way they used to make those banana splits at the Flying V where they'd c- cover them in sugar and then torch the sugar. Oh, dude, yeah, caramelized it. bananas. Those are so good. Dude, that's ridiculous. But that's a different story. You're really jazzing that banana up. But just a plain old banana, I've never been like, oh, man, this is such a good banana. They all taste the same because they're extremely genetically modified to be exactly the same. Well, I mean, based depending on ripeness. Yeah, that's true. A, a green banana is not good, and a, a banana that's too brown is definitely not good. No. But I do love me some banana bread, and I like me oh, some yeah. bananas in my ice cream. So, like, as an ingredient, bananas are great. Yeah, I hear you. Banana cream pudding is delicious. So you just like banana accessories, but it can't be the lead singer. Yeah. You can be a backup singer, but you can't be the lead singer. That's for right. sure. Fair enough. You want a nice little bonus tip? I learned this one in Mexico. If you're uh, wanting a nice tropical flavored drink, take that pina colada recipe you have, throw a banana in there with some Kahlua. It's called a dirty monkey, and it is far superior to a regular old pina colada. Hmm tell you what man you give me so much banana related information i don't even know what to do with it i feel like i need to take notes <laughs> just make sure to smell your bananas to get that full, to get that <laughs> if you're full, gonna remember yeah if you're gonna remember one thing smell your banana before you eat it yeah do you want you don't want to miss out on that full banana experience you know what i hate is banana flavored candy they need to cut that shit out the only one i like is the that hard candy. Taffy? No, the hard oh. candy that's in the shape of a banana. Oh, runts? Yes. That's the only good banana-flavored candy, in my opinion. I only eat that when all the other f- fruit flavors are gone. Don't they make banana-flavored peeps? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do, and I think it's the best-tasting peep there is. I don't ever see myself buying peeps, and I don't ever see myself buying runts. Runts, I'll eat if, like, they're thrown in my Halloween bag. Yeah, if they're there, I'll eat them. But I'll never go to the store and be like, mm, I want to get some runts. You know what else I hate are fucking now and laters. Those things that, like, will pull your teeth out if you bite down on them. Yeah, I'd much rather just have Starburst. Just like, do you want a Starburst but a lot chewier and harder? Like, they're basically old Starburst but a little bit larger. Yeah. I don't really like any of those. Can- like, if I'm going candy, I want a candy bar. Like, I want chocolate. I don't like fruity-flavored things. I like when I'm doing, like, a full binge sometimes. Not as much anymore, but I like to do one of each. I'll do one fruity, like, sour candy, and then I'll do some chocolatey, rich shit, and then I'll do some salty, savory, and I'll make the trifecta. What's your favorite candy? If you could only eat one candy. Oh, dude, if I had to narrow it down to one, I would probably do... Uh, king size big or big cup Reese's peanut butter cups with the pieces on the inside. I go take five every time. 
I used to be a take five man, as you know. Yeah, it's the best. It's got a pretzel in there. I used to take. I would. I would take Reese's. fifteen. I would get. I would get three of them at once. Dude, so good. I love. It's that pretty stuff. good. It's got everything. Yeah. The other one I really like are whatchamacallits. Yeah, I don't I don't care much for those. I don't know what's in that. It's got wafers in it and caramel. Anything with caramel is my, my go-to, but it needs something crunchy. Like, I don't like Babe Ruth's with the nugget in caramel. Or no, that's a Milky Way. <laughs> I don't like Milky Ways because I need something crunchy in there. If it's just nugget, I don't like New, fucking... I think it's nougat. I don't like nougat. Yeah. Yeah, Three Musketeers... Milky Way, um, that's all. Babe Ruth? Ugh. Ba- it's Baby Ruth. <laughs> Baby Ruth. Babe Ruth is a baseball player. I thought it was named after him. Uh, Dude, the worst is Payday. It doesn't have any fucking chocolate. Oh, dude, Paydays are awful. That's bullshit. Or the all-time worst candy, if you know if somebody buys this, they fucking suck, is Big Hunk. Oh, yeah. If you buy a Big Hunk, I'll slap you across the face. Yeah, that's awful. So is uh, what's the one that um, uh, from Half Baked, Zaba, Abba Zaba, Abba Zaba. That's gross too. That being said, if I'm really blazed and there's nothing to eat in the house, and I open a drawer and I see a big hunk, I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, but that's true of many things. You ate an entire jar of gummy vitamins once and probably almost killed yourself. I did. I researched it, and apparently, you can uh, make your kidneys shut down from that. Yeah, don't do that. I woke up three hours later and started projectile vomiting into the toilet. <laughs> and I had... I'm so glad you didn't die, but it is so funny. Dude, I, I don't know why I didn't even think about it. I was at my friend's house, and uh, his roommate had a Costco-sized jar of those gummy vitamins. And I was we were smoking and drinking a little bit, and there was nothing to eat there. And I started eating them, and then I just started thinking of them as gummy bears. And I felt guilty for for taking all of his gummy vitamins. So I ordered a new bottle on Amazon, had it sent to the house. And then I, after that, I was in the mindset where I was like, well, I guess I might as well finish this jar. I didn't even think about the re- the possible repercussions. I just ate an entire Costco-sized jar of gummy vitamins and then went to bed on his uh, air mattress. And then at like two, probably two or three hours later, I woke up just like, I feel horrible. And I just ran to the bathroom and, and threw up for like 20 minutes. I thought I got it all in the bathroom, but according to Brandon, the next day, I I missed a lot. Ugh. Felt pretty bad. That's disgusting. But I was happy that my kidneys didn't shut down, and I, uh, they said you could die, possibly. But yeah, you dodged a bullet, man. Yeah, my body's kind of a dump truck, though. I've been training it for stuff like that for a long time. Yeah, I think we both have pretty uh, solid bodies that can take a beating but i think eventually our axles are going to break and we're going to really pay for this yeah it's time to yeah it's shaping up yeah all right uh do you have any more tips i got one left it's a shorty i have one it's short let's just do these real quick huh and then we'll sing okay uh posted by decaying snowflake when ordering online if you need a certain amount of to have free shipping but don't want to buy anything more right now add a gift card you can use it next time you'll order this is obviously only if it's a company that you use re- that you intend on using again or use somewhat regularly this might be a shit tip but if you do find yourself in that situation and like shipping is 15 bucks or something stupid 
buy a gift card and maybe can use it later or give it to a friend. Wait, are you saying buy a gift card so you go over the amount that is required for free shipping? Yeah, like say there's a say there's an eighty dollar limit and you only bought sixty dollars worth of stuff, but you don't want anything else. Just throw a twenty twenty five dollar gift card on there, and then you'll get free shipping, and then you can save the gift card for later or give it as a gift. Oh, that is a good tip, Austin. Say that shipping can save you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I just bought a safe, and I didn't like so I. I bought it. I I thought it was California, of course, has a rule that your safe has to be of a certain quality or I don't know. It has to have certain uh, qualities to it to be a legal gun safe in California. And I don't know anything about guns. I'm new to guns. So I bought this safe thinking it was California legal. It got shipped to my house on a fucking pallet. It weighs like over 200 pounds. And then I'm reading today and it says and small print at the bottom, this is not a California legal gun safe. So now I have to figure out how to ship this fucking 250 pound safe back <laughs> and buy a new one. And it wasn't a cheap safe either. It's like eight hundred dollars. Jesus. Yeah. Eight hundred bucks and it's not the California regulation? No. And I, I I was like shocked by this. Uh and the and the confusing thing was they make two safes, both end in the number 14, and the beginning letters are different. So the first one I read about was the one that was California legal, and then I I thought I found the same safe for cheaper, but it was actually a different model, and uh, I bought that one and ended up not being the same model and not being California legal. So now I got a fucking worthless gun safe that I have to return and buy a new one. Well... I'm sorry to hear that, Julian. So read those small tip prints before you buy them. Anyway, uh, my last tip is from Techie. And it is, if you have to put the year on paperwork this year, write 2020, not just 20. That'll avoid someone changing the date because they could just write anything they want after 20. And it would make it a previous year. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Well, now you know, Austin. You've gone six months putting a bunch of things out there that people could easily change and fuck you over. But you got the next six months to correct it. Yeah, I don't know what I would be signing, but... You don't have to sign paperwork at work? No. No. Lucky you. But that is a good point, though. If it's like, uh, if you're... If you're one of those people that still writes checks. Yep. Maybe. I don't know. I guess that wouldn't matter. I'm sure there's some diabolical Anyways, there's, thing you can yeah. do to change the date that could take advantage of something. I can't think of it, but I'm sure there's something. Something to be aware of, huh? Yeah. Might as well eliminate the chance for someone to be fraudulent. All right, Julian. Well, should we do a little contagious uh, on our way out? I uh, I don't think we should do contagious every time. We should sh- switch oh. it up. Okay. Um. Let's do uh our favorite Snoop Dogg verse. What's that? I don't know. You you got one and I got one. I don't know if I could rap anymore. I hate listening to myself rap. But it's so funny because you use the <laughs> same voice. 
And I'm not a good rapper either. I suck as well. Oh, man. No. Let's wait till next week. I'm too tired. You're, you're going to leave our listeners hanging? They want to hear you rap, Austin. Well, if you sing first, if you rap first. Maybe yeah, I'll, I'll go first. All right. It's like everywhere I look and everywhere I go, I'm hearing motherfuckers trying to steal my flow, but it ain't no thing. Cause see my homie Coolio put me up on the gang when I stepped through the door. You know, some of these people are so deceptive. Using my styles like, like a contraceptive. I hope you get burned. See if you haven't learned. It's the knickknack patty whack. Julian still got the biggest sack. So put your run away, run away, put away, put back. Why? Hit him up, get him up, spit him <laughs> up, do the whole tell him up. Wow. Tell me what's going on. All right, that's enough. Okay. I thought we were just going to do a couple of verses or a couple song. songs. I don't know. I'm too tired. I got to go to bed. It's fucking seven o'clock, you fucking old man. You're not uh, the world's coolest grandpa, Austin. I'll tell you that right now. I know. I'm not even close. Yeah. You suck. My brain shuts down. After like 4 p.m., I'm worthless. If, if you were my grandpa, I'd be so disappointed. If I was your grandpa, I'd take my belt to your bottom right now. If you could catch me, f- fucking slow old man. All right. Julian, Julian has a new newfound confidence now that he has a, a fresh haircut and a neatly trimmed Puerto Rican-style beard. I'm way more aerodynamic. Earlier today, you would have caught me. He only wears tank tops, too, and he's been wearing a lot more gold chains, I've noticed. I've never worn a tank top, ever. Like, I've worn a, a wife beater, which is probably not a politically correct term anymore. But uh, a shirt, I guess they call them. <laughs> but I've never. We can, st- we can still call them white beaters, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know what you can call what these days. They're uh, Everyone's so sensitive. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I think we're both politically correct, but I'm not gonna ready to get rid of that one yet. As long as I don't beat my wife, my yeah. girlfriend, or anyone for that matter, I'm going to call it a fucking wife beater, and you can kiss my ass. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. It's a wife beater, according to Austin. I'm going to call mm-hmm. it an A-shirt, though, because I am more sensitive than he is. Just joking. It's a wife beater. <laughs> All right. Julian. What? All right. Uh, your homework this week is to smell a banana. Oh, I'm going to go smell one right now. You got to smell it while you're eating it, right? Oh, actually, let's do that live on the next podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, love you, Austin. Love you, folks. Uh, stay safe. Don't get the COVID if you can. And uh I don't know. Try to have some responsible fun this weekend. Don't blow yourself up with fireworks. Yep. Wear a face mask, wear a condom at the same time. And uh, email us at justthetipspod at AOL.com. Subscribe on Apple Music and uh, Spotify and everywhere else and uh, give us five stars. And if you're not going to give us five stars, you can fuck off. Do you think people are banging with face masks on? Like first dates? Be like, we can fuck, but you got to wear the mask. Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm curious what's happening with the uh, with people that are that are dating. I mean... Like, doing first dates and shit. Guaranteed, they're already risking STDs, so they're definitely going to risk that COVID for some, for some... To get laid. For some sweet, sweet loving. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is that... If a hot girl was like, hey, you want to go out? And be like, oh, we can't go anywhere. 
and then she's like, well, you want to just come to my place? Are you going to say no? We, you might have the COVID. I'm going to I'm gonna be like, I'll go to your place, but I want us to sit in two separate chairs six feet away from each other and masturbate ourselves. <laughs> I guarantee people are like, have you been social distancing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've totally been social distancing. Have you? Yes. It's like, it's like, do you practice safe sex? Yes. Do you have STDs? No. This would be a weird time to be single, for sure. It would be. If you uh, have some experiences with that and have some tips that you'd like to share through me and Austin, email us at just the pods or just the tip, <laughs> <laughs> just the tip pod at AOL.com. Just the tips pod. It's on the show notes. Just the tips pod at AOL.com. I'll get it right one of these days. Probably why we have no emails. They probably follow what I tell them to go to. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, Julian. If you were single, Austin, would you? I think I'd make a mask and I'd just have a little zipper that I could unleash my tongue through. That's a good idea. Have you seen the people that have the, like, the, they put the baby wipe, the little plastic baby wipe clip opener? They put that on the front of their mask so they can open it to drink out of? I haven't seen that. That's great, though. That's a good tip. You can open that up for any kind of devious sex kind of lingus acts <laughs> that you want to get involved with. Yeah. Like, you ready for this COVID tongue, girl? Yeah, I don't know. If I'm, si- I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I was single, but I imagine I would be less responsible than I am. I know exactly what you do, Austin. You'd not <laughs> give a fuck about this quarantine rule. <laughs> be like, I'm going to quarantine up in your legs, girl. Yeah, I'd just be like, sorry, mom. Sorry, grandma. I'll see you guys when this is all over. I went on a first date again, so another 14 days I can't see you. Yeah, and she was coughing the whole time, and I'm pretty sure she had a fever, but I was already there, so what was I supposed to do? I I was screwed as soon as I walked in the door, so I might as well make the best of it. Yep. Yeah. That's life. Well, you're a dirty dog, Austin. I'm glad that you're off the streets. <laughs> Me too. All right, I'll see you next week. Love you. All right, love you, and I love all of you. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Remember when you ordered Chinese food with your dick out? You're going to miss out on a great treat. He did say I was sent to him by God, and I feel very aerodynamic, so my jaw's moving freely. It's Hillary Clinton cutting the face off a child who's tied to a chair and eating it and putting it on her face and laughing. It seems plausible. That was given to me by my neighbor for slinging him some leftover fish. Come to Julian's Old Fish Shack. If someone's wearing, like, a sleeveless big dog shirt, tucked into some nice denim jean shorts, brand Lee, L-E-E, and he's got a long ponytail. (laughs) that guy fucks. My wife spent the night. She woke up, and I was wearing tap-out pants. Crocs, Crocs. I had a pair of Crocs on. Take it from me, guys. Julian used to be a very snappy dresser. Booty Eater 3000. Well, also, he was a sex addict, I'm pretty sure. A giant pack of cigarettes. Jake, Jake Eagleshield smoked them. Pull the band-aid off. Let's see what's going down. Make a fucking resume like a real man, you little bitch. Bitch, I'm a fucking vice president during the day, okay? So shut your mouth. I do nights at Lucille's Barbecue Restaurant. And I just be like, oh yeah, haha. <laughs> Stock portfolios. Oh yeah. That sounds good to me, man. I don't know. I'm, I don't have too much experience introducing new dogs together. Julian will learn his lesson. Put him in a separate room and give him a blanket to sniff.
a little bitch. No offense. He is a little bitch, but he's my little bitch. Okay, yeah. They're secondhand tech shorts, so the tip of my dick's just hanging out the I fly. And then I just squeeze. I was like, oh man, oh man, this is such a good banana. Full on hot dog. That was how you described it. Oh, you don't put the, the stuff at the bottom and then pour the milk on top? And then you gotta squirt. Do you feel like you're missing out on the full banana experience? Smell it after peeling it before you eat it. And I looked down and my Johnson was just completely exposed. This just isn't giving me the full banana experience I was looking for. I do not like chocolate covered bananas. I fucking love chocolate milk. Have you been social distancing? Like we can fuck, but you gotta wear the mask. I think I'd make a mask and I just have a little zipper that I could unleash my tongue through. Just make sure to smell your bananas. Oh, uh, runt. Oh, that is a good tip, Austin. What's your favorite candy? I don't like nougat. Ugh. But I was happy that my kidneys didn't shut down. Uh, your homework this week is to smell a banana. Alright.